Hey everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our exciting radio drama podcast. On the program tonight, we have a wonderful, heartfelt holiday drama for you called A Bell for Christmas. This was written by Todd Sherry, one of our famed New Frequency members. You've heard him as an actor on many of our pieces here before, but Todd is also a talented writer and really put his heart and soul into this piece. I know Todd grew up in a small town in Pennsylvania, an area where everyone knew each other, and he was inspired by memories of going downtown with his mother at the holiday season, recognizing people that they know, saying hello to everyone, seeing holiday decorations. It was an image that he really wanted to evoke in this piece, and I think he did such a beautiful job with this story about a small town shop owner who tells about his first marriage, some twists and turns and heartfelt reunions happening in this piece that you're definitely going to want to hear. The cast was wonderful in it. It starred Gil Glasgow, Tracy Crouch, Victoria Wright. Everybody was really wonderful. I think when you do a piece like this, and it's written as well as what Todd did it, it's very easy to fall into the mood. You just kind of go with the flow of exactly what Todd tried to do, evoking that small town holiday spirit, infuse it into everything that you do. And it has a very Frank Capra feel. Really proud of it. I know you're going to enjoy it. So let's go out there to the new frequency stage for this presentation of A Bell for Christmas. New Frequency, a theater of the mind on the air. On the air. In three. It's coming. Pretty clever. In two. Overcome by a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful curiosity. In one. New Frequency. It's like nothing I have ever experienced. You know, at the holiday season, a child can sometimes ask for the simplest of gifts. And sometimes it's these very simple gifts that can have a lifetime of meaning. Such is the case in our next heartwarming tale written by our very own Todd Sherry called A Bell for Christmas. Where are you? Uh, I'll be right out, baby. I just don't move as fast as I used to. Mm-hmm. 65 years old. Wow. Look at you. What do you think? Ah, it's very snazzy. I think we got us a movie star right here in Conneautville, Pennsylvania. No. <laughs> you know, she's going to have to say yes. Gosh, I hope so, Jim. Hey, thanks for giving me a half day off today. Ah, oh, no problem. Shouldn't be too busy. Just a few last-minute shoppers. I got lots to do before tonight. I want everything to be special. Well, posing to a gal on Christmas Eve is pretty special, I'd say. Well, we'll be at her parents' house for dinner tonight, see? Uh-huh. And they open their presents on Christmas Eve, so I found a great big box for the ring. She'll never guess what's inside. <laughs> Can I see it? The ring? Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's a beauty. Oh, looky there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know, That's right? just like the one I gave my fiancé back in 1969. Really? Oh, Jim, I didn't mean to bring up any old... Oh, jeez. Hey, we better get this shop open for business. Yeah. Yeah, I'll plug in the lights and window display. You can open the blinds, sir. Hello, Hello, Davey. Mr. Weston. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Well, if it 
Sisters and the Miller Sisters. Hello, Ruth, Jenny. Hello. Uh, Jenny, I just stopped by to bring you a plate of our assorted Christmas cookies. Oh. Here you are. Oh, thank you, ladies. Wouldn't be Christmas without a plate of homemade goodies from the Miller girls. Oh, Jenny. Ruthie called us girls. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, Jenny, you'd think you were 12 years old the way oh. you giggle. Now, we have five more plates to drop off and we really must run. Goodbye, Goodbye, gentlemen. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas girls. girls. Oh, I can't <laughs> oh, What a pair. You can say that again. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Merry Christmas, Jim. Oh. Davey. Oh, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, Bill. So? What? Where are they? What? You know what? No, I, I really don't. Come on, Jim. I just saw the Miller sisters leave. So? The cookies, Jim. Show me the cookies. <laughs> you can't handle the cookies. <laughs> oh, I can handle the cookies. Where are they? Where all are right, they? all right. Here you go. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh. Oh. The buttery ones with the jelly in the middle. How about you? Well, I don't know. Every year you eat all the buttery ones with the jelly in the middle. Yeah, okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll leave you one this year. Oh, thanks. Oh, Miller girl sure can cook. Hey, you know, Jim, uh, you're not getting any younger, and that Jenny... No, 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 don't start in on that again. Jim, I think Bill's on to something here. Jenny's obviously Uh, smitten with you. All right, you yentas, Hanukkah's over, huh? And besides, I've told you both, I'm fine on my own. I've already had the love of my life. Uh, Say, who was this mysterious love you always refer to? Yeah, you never talk about her. Who was she? What happened? uh, Yeah, it's a a long story, my friends. It's a very long story. Well, Uh, I got nowhere to go for several hours. How about you, uh, Bill? Well, actually, I got to meet the wife at Sears pretty soon. I'm letting her pick out a major appliance for her Christmas present. (laughs) You hopeless romantic. (laughs) Yeah, talk to me about romance after you've been married 25 years. (laughs) Oh, hey, Davey, tonight's the big night, isn't it? Yep. I'm popping the question. Great. Soon you'll be buying major appliances at Sears on Christmas oh, Eve, just no, like me. Oh, no. <laughs> Good luck to you, boy. Later, Gators. See ya. Okay, where were we? Oh, yes, the love of your life, oh, Jim now, West. Are you sure you want to hear this old man's tale? Positive. Give it up. Who was she? When did you meet her? Well, we met in 1969. Mm-hmm. I was a captain in the Army in Maryland. That was her name, Maryland. She worked at the canteen just off base. You know, young ladies serving coffee, donuts, dancing, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we met there. Pretty soon, I was spending all my free time with Marilyn. It wasn't long before I decided to propose. Well, how did you do it? Propose, I mean. Well, I took her to the nicest restaurant I could find. And I got a nice little table in the corner. We'd just eaten the most fantastic prime rib dinner. We- Oh, I am stuck. Oh, me too. That was delicious. I couldn't eat another thing. Well, um, how about a glass of champagne? There's always room for champagne. Champagne? Yeah. yeah. Jim, you hate champagne. Uh, Well. Wait a minute. Champagne, prime rib, this swanky restaurant? What's going on, Jim? Mm. Oh, no. You're shipping out. You're going to Vietnam. No, 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 no. I'm not shipping out. I, 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 I... Well, Jim, just say it. Will you marry me? Will you marry me? Please. <gasps> yes. No. Yes, of no. course I will. <laughs> Jim? Uh. Jim? Uh. Is there anything you want to give me? Like a ring? Huh? Oh, 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 yeah, 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 there is a ring. But okay. <laughs> where's it? What do I do with the ring? In it's your pocket? What? My pocket? 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, here it is. It was right here in my pocket. <laughs> Mary Dobson, I love you, and more than that, I adore you. And I'd like you to be my wife forever. Oh, Jim, I love you too. And I would be proud to be your wife. We got a hotel room, and I made love to her all night long. Wait a minute. The night you proposed, you slept with her in a hotel room? Davey, this was 1969. Free love, sexual revolution, women's lip. Let's just say it wasn't any big deal back then. Okay, okay, okay. So go on. What happened? Well, a couple of months later, I got my orders. Orders? Yeah. Vietnam. You shipped out? Yeah. How'd she take it? Well, we always knew it was going to happen, but we didn't know it was going to be this soon. But she was strong, my Marilyn. And she said she'd wait as long as she had to. So, wait, I, I don't understand. What changed? What happened when you got back from Nam? No, it's what happened in Nam that changed things. I was on watch with one of my men, Don Clark. We were walking through the thickest jungle you ever saw, and I, I heard a sound, a kind of a sickening sound. You never want to hear it, kind of a, a kind of a click. <laughs> Don, Don, tell me that's not what I thought it was. Nope. You heard it, Jim. Oh. Now get out of here. No, no, no I, I can't leave you here. Jim, when I lift my foot off this landmine, the trigger's gonna go off. I know, I know. There's nothing you could do. Now okay. get out of here, all right? No sense in both of us getting blown to bits. But there's gotta be something I can do. Just damn it, Jim. There's nothing. Huh? Wait, yes. Huh? Yes, there is. Here. Take my dog tags. Huh? You give those to my wife, and you tell her. You tell her I love her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, crap. Get the hell out of here, okay? I can't hold this position forever. Just go, go, go. And I ran and I ran as fast as I could and I got pretty far before I heard it. And the enemy caught me in the jungle just after Don, uh, I guess the explosion tipped him off to my location. When they threw me in the camp, they ripped the dog tags off me. Both yours and Don's? Yeah. Near as I can figure with the language barrier and all, they thought I was Don. So, so they informed the U.S. government that Jim Weston was killed by the landmine and that Don Clark was a POW. Exactly. Which means since I had no next of kin, the State Department must have notified, notified my fiancé. Notified your fiancé that yeah. you were dead. Yeah. Wow. I often wonder what it was like for Marilyn that day. Oh, for heaven's sakes, it's always three things at once. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, God, bag, don't break, don't break. Hello? Hi, Mayor, it's Nan. Hi, Nancy, I just came in with the groceries. What's the buzz? Nothing doing my way. Just called to see how it went with the doctor. Well, I was right. I am pregnant, and you're the first to know. Oh, my gosh, congratulations. <laughs> I'm Thanks. so happy for you. I want to throw you a baby shower. Oh, oh, God, I got to call everyone. Whoa, whoa, uh, Nan, Nan, wait, wait. You are the only one who knows so far, and I am swearing you to secrecy. Secrecy? Yes. It's bad enough that Jim and I aren't even married yet. Oh, like that even matters these days. Well, it matters to me. And besides, I want to tell Jim before everybody else gets wind of it. Oh, there's my door. I'm serious, Nan. Don't tell a soul, okay? Promise me, Nancy Marie Spangler, you promise me right now that you will not tell anyone. Oh, all right. Thanks. Now listen, I gotta run. It's like Calgon take me away around here. <laughs> I have ice cream melting in my grocery bag, someone's at the door, and I have got to hang up this phone. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Yes, can I help you? Miss Marilyn Dobson? Yes? I'm Jonathan Reiner from the State Department. May I come in? 
State Department. I have an official letter for you from the President of the United States. A letter? For me? Why would the... Is this about Jim? Did something happen to Jim? I'm... I'm terribly sorry, ma'am. If there's anything I can do for you, no. please... No. No. Uh, nothing more. I, um... I have to go. Uh, I have ice cream melting. Excuse me, please. Dear Miss Dobson, we regret to inform you that your fiancé, James Weston, captain in the U.S. Army, was killed in defense of his country on 5 May 1969. I don't know how she got the news, but I do know Marilyn. She was strong, I'm sure of that. So she thought you were dead. When did you come back to the States? 1973. So four years had passed. What did she say when she first saw you? She never saw me. What? Well, when I got back, I can't blame her, really. I mean, I was gone four years, and she thought I was dead. What do you mean? She was married to someone else, and she had a kid. But I, I, I couldn't muck that up, so I, I just never contacted her. But what was I going to do, waltz in there and say, Honey, I'm home! We weren't married. I had no right. But you loved her so much. But that's why I had to let her go. I, I guess I understand, but still, after all these years, doesn't it just drive you nuts sometimes? I mean, don't you want to see her? Even, even if you just stood across the street and you got to look at her from far away. You know, I could take she you She died over last year, Davy. How do you know that? Well, I have a few old friends that keep tabs on her through the years. Make sure she's okay, you know. How? Breast cancer. It spread to her lymph nodes before they had time to detect it. Well, when there was nothing they could do, her daughter took her home so she could be with her when she passed on. I only hope her last days were easy. There. Is that better? Are you comfortable now, Mother? As comfortable as I can be with a hospital bed in the middle of my living room, I guess. <laughs> Martha Stewart would never approve. Martha Stewart's going to jail. <laughs> Who cares what she approves of anymore? Well, her cell will be stunning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm so tired. Well, I'll leave you to rest now. Here, take this. What is it? A frying pan? Yes. And see here, I've tied a string onto the handle and the other end to this spoon. So when you need something, you just bang on the pan like this. What a clever idea. <laughs> Noisy, but clever. <laughs> well, you get some rest now, Mom. Maggie. Yes, Mother? Don't go just yet. Sit down. I want to talk to you. All right. What is it, Mother? Well, there's no way to say it except say it. Maggie, your father didn't die last year. <laughs> what? <laughs> of course he did. I, mean, I was at the funeral. We were at your the- Your real father died in Vietnam over 30 years ago. What? I'll show you. Hand me that box of old letters over there. Here it is. Take it. What is this? Read it. It'll explain everything. Um. 
Dear Miss Dobson, we regret to inform you that your fiance, J James Weston, captain in the US Army, was killed in defense of his country on 5 May 1969. M mother, I, I was born in 1969. This man, James Weston, was your fiance in 1969? That's right, Maggie. Well, so you're telling me that the man I thought was my father all these years... No, Maggie, calm down. Calm down? Calm down? Uh, mother, this is life-changing information, and you expect me to calm down? This changes nothing. What? The man who raised you was a good father to you. He wasn't your flesh and blood, but he was your father just the same. He raised you, he fed you, he clothed you. He went to every one of your piano recitals. Damn it, Maggie, that man adored you. But this... Fiance, James Weston, why tell me this now? Because the secret won't let me die. Don't you see? I've lost the battle with this cancer. The doctors can't even figure out while I'm still hanging on. But I know why. Unfinished business. The secret was my unfinished business. I'm so sorry to lay this heavy trip on you, Mags, but... I know my girl. You're strong. You can handle this now. I'm your daughter, aren't I? That's my girl. Now, for Pete's sake, can't a sick woman get a little rest around here? We'll talk more about this later, huh? All right. But now remember, if, if you need me, just bang on the frying pan. I will. I love you, Max. I love you, too. Hmm... Captain James Weston, U.S. Army, 1960. Hey, maybe I can find something on the internet about him. Okay, let's see here. Search U.S. Army, hmm. 15,789 choices, great. All right, U.S. Army recruitment centers, U.S. Army marching band, ah, hi, U.S. Army database, there we go, all right. Search for Captain James Weston, 1969. Huh, that was easy. Oh, there he is. James Theodore Weston, Captain. Joined Army in 1960, blah, blah, blah. Ooh, shipped out to Vietnam, 1969. P POW. Returned to U.S. 1973. Returned to U.S. 1973. Oh my God. He didn't die in action. He isn't dead. Oh, oh my God. Mother! Mother! Mother, listen to this. Y you're not going to believe it. I mean, this man, J James Weston, he didn't die. Mother, mother, mother? Oh. oh, mother. Whatever happened, I hope she didn't suffer. Wow, Jim, you should write that down. That is some story. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I never really told anyone but you. Well, I'm honored. Yeah. Oh, here, look, look at that. It's closing time. And oh. you were going to take half a day off. Well, you better scoop I got to run. It's a good oh. thing I'm already dressed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Davey, Davey, you don't want to forget this. <laughs> the ring. Oh, gosh, thanks, Jim. <laughs> and, and Davey. Yeah, Jim. Nothing. Thanks for listening is all. You bet, Jim. Like I said, you ought to write all that down. Merry Christmas. Oh, jeez, excuse me there, little lady. Did I hurt you? No, sir, I'm fine. I'm sorry, mister. No worries, little one. Jim, looks like you have a couple of customers. You take care now. Hello, ma'am. 
Well, hello to you, young lady. What can I do for you on Christmas Eve? I'd like to buy a Christmas present for my grandpa, please. Oh, well, you're a little young to be a last-minute shopper, aren't you? It's Molly's fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and I'm afraid it's all my fault, Mr. Weston. Have we met, ma'am? Uh, no, I... Um, the name is on the sign-out front. You are Mr. Weston? That's right, ma'am, at your service. And you are? My name is Maggie. And this is my daughter, Suzanne. Well, it's awful nice to meet you. Now, little lady, now, what'd you have in mind for your grandpa? Because you see, I got all kinds of wristwatches, pocket watches. I got clocks that chime, clocks that ring. I like I... that bell on the door. The bell on the door? Yes, sir, I want to buy that bell for my grandpa. Now, you got all these clocks and watches, and the only thing you want to buy for your grandpa is that little old bell? Oh, yes, please. Well, now, why is that? Because he needs it. Mommy told me that he got lost for a long time, but now he's back, and maybe if he has a bell, he can ring it when he gets lost again, and we can find him real quick. Well, that's mighty practical of you. You know, I, I'm sure he'll love it. I'll, I'll just take it down from there. Let me get a hold of that here. There you go. Whew, I better dust this off a little bit here. How about a nice box for it? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> Yes, sir. That's one nice little bell. Now, you'll notice there are no others in this shop. You got the last one. <laughs> okay, there you go. One shop bell for your grandpa. How much does it cost? What? Oh, uh, well, uh, how much do you have? I have $2.38 from my piggy bank. What a coincidence. That bell costs exactly $2.38. See, Mommy, I'm lucky, because just, just how much I have. Yes, you are. Thanks a lot, mister. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Nice to meet you both. Goodbye, Mr. Weston. Goodbye. Ooh, five o'clock. Where did they go? So I better lock up. Well, I... Oh, oh, it's you, little lady. Did you forget something? No, sir. Mommy says I have to give the bell back to you. Give it back? Why's that? She says it belongs to you. To me? It's supposed to be a gift for your grandpa. Merry Christmas, Grandpa. What? It's nice to finally meet you, Dad. Frequency. Signing off in three, two, one.